You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show of the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to participate in the show, please feel free to do so. The phone number here is 608-501-0718. Just go ahead and call in, leave a message on the old answering machine, just like in the old days. I wish I had an old school answering machine and then somehow I had that hooked up. Actually, that would suck, but it'd be kind of funny. Just the, I don't know, I'm, I'm just going to stop. See, the, the point of this show is my brain's fried from doing the first podcast. So you guys take over so I don't say stupid stuff. So Omar... Save me from myself, if you wouldn't mind. Did I get this set up right? I did. Go on and get it. Hey, what's going on? It's Omar Firefighter. How you doing? Good. Uh, just calling. Um, again, they were calling as much. I'll pick it up when I get caught up. But I was listening to a pack in that podcast, uh, waiting for one of my calls while I was talking about training this on. But it's funny because I forgot his name. Um, had called and mentioned that that he saw that movie without any subtitles or dubbed in English, and I have to just say wow, because just like <laughs> you, if I I would not watch a movie like that, but it also confirms how good that movie is that you can yeah. literally watch and I know what nobody's saying and still enjoy it. <laughs> so, it is good. But I'm mad at you, Ron, because oh, I man. sent you eight films. I sent you four that was in a case, in one case, that had like four movies in it. Yeah. And then I sent you one, um, then I sent you four that was like outside. And all the movies you named was the four that was outside, right. not the it's one here. in the case. It's here somewhere, though. So I know two of the movies that are great movies that you didn't watch yet was one, Train of Busan, the version, so you don't have to read those subtitles. But also I sent you a movie called High Attention, which is an awesome film that I'm pretty sure you'll like. For great ending, um, and the dub version of that as well. Those are like the two like best about all the movies I sent you. So it's kind of funny. Got a little clean in the new that wasn't in the case. So look for that package and look for those movies um, and watch them. And then to make it even more funny, my call before this one, I actually did you watch Grand Busan because I didn't hear you mention it yet. I know you mentioned every movie that I showed you, so it's kind of why he didn't talk about that yet. That's just funny. Also, oh, shout out to to that guy. Um, also, um, I guess I have a pack of question real quick. It would be: Do you think? Who I would say: Who who do you think will have a better season, Samari Toure or uh, dang, dang, so what? Or um, the receiver we draft the second round, which I'm mad escaped my dang on name because I know who it is. But anyway, who do you think have a uh, better season as far as touchdowns? All right, talk to you later. 
who are we talking about here? I was I was gathering up all the movies here that I could find. I think I'm missing one step. I got I got. See what I do is I bring cups down to drink water, coffee, whatever, and usually don't bring them back up. So I have I have a lot of cups, and then I decided I wanted monsters. So now I have, uh, like uh, towers of monster cans. So I'm scared to even move stuff because you know I stack them on top of each other, and then they do this. You know. Anyways, so I've got Hatchet, Wrong Turn, Dust Till Dawn, Freaky, uh, uh, Demon Knight, and Creep. So I've got one, two, three, four, five. I got six of them right here. You said you sent four and then two, right? Or was it four and three or four and four? I don't know. But I've got six right now. And if I, I feel like if I'm missing one, it has to just be the one. I don't know. I will keep looking. I know where the the uh, the discs were on this side of my desk where it's a little stacked at the moment. Um, and then I moved them over to where I am now, except maybe one got left in the lurch. So I will go back and find it. All right. So you were asking about, let me see if I can go back and figure out who which guys were talking about. I think you said second round, which would be Jaden Reed. Um but I'm, I was wondering if maybe you were talking about Debose. But uh, if if you're asking me about Reed or Ture, I will be very upset if Reed is not ahead of of Samori Ture. Uh, it's possible, you know, if Reed can't quite figure it out. I mean, you know, the athletic talent. And I was, I was talking about this on tomorrow's podcast a little bit. You know, the the Dobbs and Reed are very similar. I just think Reed is better than Dobbs at, at in pretty much every facet. However. Dobbs is kind of at his ceiling as far as like what he's able to do and Reed is is just beginning. He's not at his ceiling. So I think Dobbs right now is just playing out of his mind and go over some of the notes tomorrow on on what all happened in training camp. You probably saw it yourself, but Dobbs is and he's he's all heart, man. And that's I think what's really going to carry Romeo Dobbs. Um and again, I I don't mean for that to sound as disparaging as it sounds, but that's just how I feel about it. But again, you know, Reed can be all the tools in the world. You know, great yak and great hands and great routes and real sharp this, that, or the other. But, you know, if he's just not quite getting it, um, I know Christian Watson's getting it. I know Romeo Dobbs is getting it. And Samori can play in the slot if need be. And he could be in there rotating along with, you know, Tay Wicks or whoever else is kind of making strides. And, you know, I mean, they're not going to bench him the whole season. He'll get some snaps. It's just a question of how much. So, um, yeah, again, if, if we're talking Reed, then um, 100% I'm saying Reed uh, has a, a better year. Um, if we're talking DeBose, then I would go with Samori Ture. Obviously, I don't know that. Uh, anything's possible. DeBose could overtake him. I just think um, I think they like where Ture's at. You know, again, talking about ceilings, I think his is relatively low, but I think he's doing a really good job of giving everything he's got. And. Um, you know, again, when I see him, I just think kind of like Geronimo. I think he's a fully capable guy that can contribute until you find somebody that can contribute a little bit better. And there may not be that guy because if we've got, and we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, again, we, we've got a lot of wide receivers in there that can take those spots. But right now we've got three guys that we're pretty confident are going to be the top three. And after that, I don't know. And if he's if he's just that number four and the Packers aren't going to be hunting for a n- new number four, Right, you you casually pick up guys here and there, but if you've got three fully established guys and a a Samori Ture type guy at number four, I think you're just content with it. Especially if your tight ends are stepping up or whatever, it's just not a priority to replace them. So he may be able to maintain that, but he's got to fight off, 
you know, Tay Wicks and DeBoes and uh, anybody, any other challengers. Who uh, Malik Heath is, is making hay in training camp right now as well. We'll see what's going on with that. I guess Omar Fafat again. Just hey. calling to clarify one. I was talking about uh, Jalen Reed. Okay. That's Mara Toure, who you think have more touchdowns. And oh, touchdowns. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Reed. <laughs> and also, you're not my sweetheart. I was talking to my daughter, my youngest <laughs> daughter. So, I mean, I do like I didn't even you, hear it. So just know that. I'm just saying, oh, you're not my sweetheart. Well, anyway, all right. Love everybody. I'm packing that podcast. Y'all take it easy. By the way, um, despite the disdain from some people about calling back, if you do mention sweetheart before you hang up, I would encourage you to please call back and clarify who you were talking to and, and make sure that it was not me so I don't block your number. That would be great. Hey, what's going on? This Omar Firefighter hey, again. I'm calling for the very time. Sorry, but I got to make up for all my missed calls. So I just want to comment on a couple of things. Uh, one, my boy, Joe the Janitor. Seth's comment is just hilarious. <laughs> that's my boy, though. Like, I believe he's a real janitor. And it's funny that that's like a controversy among callers. Like, are you a, are you a truther? <laughs> or, or are you a denier? Even though he lost his job, he still can fix plumbing. I'm sure yeah, he, dude. he got it. He got it straight. Um, also, shout out to my boy uh, Thomas Austin. You can chill out a lot more. You know, I appreciate your enthusiasm and love for the show. You know what I'm saying? And, and also, my boy Jersey Mike. Shout out! I love your intensity. Yes, sir. And towards the Packers. Uh, so, as far as my questions going, I wanted to know if. It's more, it's, no, I don't say it's a Thomas Austin question because it's kind of like I do football. Uh, if you, I know we don't like owners, and I love the fact that the Packers don't have an owner. Yeah. But I want you to give me three celebrities, one music celebrity, one uh, movie celebrity, and then one sports celebrity that doesn't have to do wow. with the Packers wow. to own a team. All right, and then this is like your top three favorite people who you think will win a championship. Then do the exact same thing for the Chicago Bears. Oof. Basically being somebody you wouldn't really want to. They wouldn't be successful in running the team. So anyway, I thought that would be an interesting, funny question. All right, go back. Music, go. movies, and sports. Not Packers, though. Music. I don't, where do you even begin with that question? The thing I always hate about these questions is I feel like there's an obvious answer and everyone's like, oh, come on, and I'm the only idiot who's sitting here going, I don't I have no idea. Oh, I do have a thought. And because there's no right answer here, <laughs> there are no right answers to these questions. I'll tell you who I want for music. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is going to run the Packers for the music side. Uh, actor, movie, person. First one that came to mind was Tony Shaloub but only because he's from Green Bay, a.k.a. Monk. Don't even know if he's a Packer fan, though. I, I hope he is. I hope I said his name right. Um, there is um, Kevin from The Office, big Packer fan, and I think it would just be freaking hilarious to have him running things. Plus, I feel like in both cases, although I'm not so sure about Little Wayne, he might try to interject a little bit, but I feel like Kevin would be fine to just kind of like be the face of the team and not interfere at all, you know? Little Wayne, I don't know. He might do that and just be kind of a hype man, which would be cool, but I kind of wonder if he would, you know, he's got that power and everyone's kind of pushing. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go do it. He might. Um, who else? I know there's other Packer fans out there, actors and actresses. Was it uh, Clarice Starling from, what's her name? 
I think she's a Packer fan. There's, I, I can see their faces, but I can't think of their names. There's another uh, actress, Justin Timberlake, I think. We did music already, but I think he's a big Packer fan. I'm trying to think if we got away from Packer fans, like, you know, what would be a criteria for being an owner? Oh, 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 Denzel. That might, that might trump it all. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it and going, Kevin from The Office, just go do it, it'll be funny. But if Denzel comes in and he's like, I'd like to place a bid, I'd be like, go ahead, dude. You just skipped to the front of the Kev, get the heck out of the way, stupid. Freaking idiot. You're not going to run the team. Denzel, go on ahead and get in there. So that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at a little bit. What's the other one? Sports? Uh, all right. A non-Packers athlete? How about Jay Cutler? I think it would be kind of funny if it was like a, 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 a bear. Like Jay Cutler's great because he's a Packers legend. But you know who would be fantastic? And I, I doubt he would do it, but it would be great. If only, I mean, number one, huge, huge football guy. Number two, because it would just absolutely infuriate. It would be the biggest spit in the face to the Chicago Bears if we got somebody like Mike Ditka. You know what I mean? I'd be all for it. Remember, at one point, he was, he was doing Packers like commercials and stuff for a while. So, I mean, he, he might be a little open to it. I don't know. That would be my thought. And then doing it for the Bears, I don't know, like, who's the worst of everything? Who's, uh, what the heck is her name? Cardi B, I think. Because she just seems like she has the IQ of a grapefruit. She could run the Bears. Uh, actor or actress. Again, I might nominate Kevin from The Office. <laughs> but he's got to be Kevin from The Office, not uh, what's his real name. And then uh, I'm, that's my real answer. And then an athlete. How about Justin Jones? Is that his name? The guy that made the comments. We'll talk about him more tomorrow. The guy that made the comments about Packers fans are idiots. Let him be the owner. Because he's a he, he apparently is really passionate about it. And he's probably going to get fired from the Bears pretty soon because he's a garbage football player, and that's sad for him. So that way he can stay and like continue to drum up this rivalry and keep talking trash and actually have a job in the NFL somewhere. It's a, it's a charity thing, but it's you know it's the least we can do for uh, for his efforts. Hey Ryan, uh, Gareth Mailman, hey. calling to just give you a couple of analogies uh, regarding to the OTA interviews that you. Uh, Gave your opinion on, and I think Bakhtiari reminds me a lot of Jim from the office when Saber took over, and they gave a lot of incentives to the salesmen, uh, but they maxed out, uh, you know, on their bonuses at a point. And right. once Jim found out that he had maxed out on his bonuses, uh, and there was no incentive to do any more sales, he just kind of quit trying to do anything. He showed up to work every day, but. Uh, he kind of just found something else to do, you know. He lost his his incentive, and I think Bakhtiari kind of feels uh, he's coming off that way. That attitude, just like I don't care anymore. And and you know, I, I, again, there's going to be a lot of people that get upset about the Bakhtiari slander. It is what it is, but I think there's a lot of truth in the fact that you know, again, what what are you chasing? You know, you've got that passion for a lot of things, and and for the young guys, you're trying to first of all make a name for yourself. You're trying to get that big contract. You you want to be a superstar, and yeah, you want to win too, which Bakhtiari would like to win. But you know, you kind of get jaded to that at some point after you lose and 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 never win a Super Bowl. Um, but what's he shooting for? He's already a a, a freaking Packers Hall of Famer, guaranteed. He's already a, a a I don't want to say one of the all time greats because there's a billion different uh, elite left tackles, but he's he's in the collection of great offensive lineman one of the better Packers offensive linemen like ever and that's you know there's there's a lot of them but uh, he's at least in the group um 
And you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he he'll probably get another contract. I don't know if it'll be quite as massive, but he's got maybe one more before he retires. But he's already rich. He's already famous. He's already basically achieved everything he's going to achieve. He's just adding to it. And that doesn't mean you don't have a love for football. I, what I am saying, though, is I think it's going to be hard and borderline nearly impossible to match the intensity of these young guys who have nothing. You know, they, they've got a, a contract for like $2 million, which I guess I shouldn't call nothing, but, you know, they, they, their performance dictates whether or not they're going to have their names up in the ring of honor one day or or whether they're going to actually ho- hoist a Lombardi trophy or whether they're going to make tens of millions of dollars and, you know, be seen as one of the all-time. I mean, they, they have dreams of being the greatest of the great. Bakhtiari knows exactly where he stands. He knows he's on the back end of his career. He knows his best football is behind him. He knows that he's got a couple years left. He knows this is probably his last year with the Packers. You know, again, it just is what it is. It's not to say he's just cashing it in. He's going to be bad this year, and I'm not saying you're saying that, but um, it it just is what it is. It's really hard, just like with the gym analogy, when you know that you've maxed out and reached your full potential it's hard to care about pushing harder for more there isn't much more to achieve and i think when rogers left bakhtiari also felt like there goes my chance at a super bowl so everything's gone he's not going to win a super bowl unless he maybe goes to a new team next year you know we'll see if if the jets make a real good push and the packers push him out the door how much you want to bet we trade him to the Jets. Like, that's just basically, let's just pencil that in, dude. That's, you can write that in ink. That's a done deal. So, I, I, what I'm saying is, I think it's a fair analogy. I'm just going to do what I'm paid to do, and that's it. Yeah. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers is kind of like Pam went off to art school in New York. Yeah, so, right. he kind of lost his, uh, that's true. you know, assumed to come to work and, and try. And I, I just kind of feel like that's where he's at, you know? So, you know, LaFleur is the new manager. Michael Scott isn't around anymore. You know, we've got a lot of new influx, you know, new guys coming in in the annex, and he just kind of feels disconnected from everybody. So I think what we need is a, an influx of Dwight coming in and just kicking butt and taking over <laughs> as manager and just showing everybody who's boss and, and uh, you know, fire some Kevins. So I don't know who that is, but uh, I think it's about time to happen. So... Uh, Jim needs to go to Austin, and, and uh, maybe we can uh, see what happens. Get this uh, Green Bay Packers back in the black. Sell them paper and, and kick them butt. So, I'm out. Two thoughts on that. Number one, Pam failed out of art school. And, I'm you know, people can get mad about it if they want. I hope Rodgers has a similar fate. Um, and then I do want, who would be the Kevin? I know a lot of people would probably lean on Darnell Savage, but the thing with Kevin is that not only is he bad at his job, but he was unnecessary because they had too many accountants as it was. So we already have this position filled out. We don't need him, and he's really bad at his job. What would that be? Who would that be? Is there a corner? I don't know. I, I can't think. I, I'm, it's got to be an offensive lineman, I would think. It has to be. You know, I, I, maybe, I, I know a lot of people are really down on Josh Myers. Maybe you're looking at Josh Myers a little bit. Like, we don't really need you. We'd be fine without you. I don't know. I don't know. Could be could be Josh Nyman. I'm not really sure, but I think that's a good question. If, if there was a Kevin, and that is 
dead weight and just completely unnecessary. Like you, you serve no purpose. You're bad at your job and you could be easily replaced by somebody better. Who would that be? Call it in. Let me know. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? Good. I don't really care. Okay. I hope you're doing well. Thank you. But, you know, it's the show. You're doing the show. Yep. You don't want to talk about how you're doing. Correct. No one gets ball talk. I'm rambling. Anyway, if you had your own restaurant yep. or fast food place, what would you call it? What, what would you call it? You can't get a franchise from something place from somewhere else. You got to come up with something from your own. What you call it? What you specialize in? It? All right, bye. I hope you have a good time. Bye. Thanks. Hope this is a good episode. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> Bye. Oh, what I call an episode? Thing. Tell you what, let's not overthink this. Let's just call it Pack Daddy's Barbecue. All right, there you go. I tell you what, on that note, why don't we go ahead and take a break? Please, um, if you can, leave a rating and review of the podcast. Five stars only is allowed. Otherwise, your account will be hacked. I read that in a book somewhere. If you could, please leave a review with the word anyways in it. You can spell anyways, anyways that you choose. A-N-Y-W-A-Y-S. Could use a Z on the end. Really doesn't matter. Get into details on why that is on tomorrow's podcast. But I don't usually ask for it, and I should, because I keep sliding down all the rankings for iTunes and Spotify, and it has nothing to do with our numbers. Our numbers are doing great. It just has to do with their idiots and have no idea how to rank these things. And we fall probably because of ratings, because everybody else begs and I never beg. And I should beg. So if you could, please leave a, a review either on iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is you're listening on. If you'd like to support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy. Venmo's packing a podcast. And as always, please remember to check out the fundraiser uh, that is pinned to the top of my Twitter. Um, we are over $4,000, but only have 43 donors. And I would love to see that number go up quite a bit. On top of the thousands of people that saw it on social media, there are thousands of people listening to the podcast, and, and I'm sure many, many, many more. I know it can be a pain to kind of go out and do stuff and click and set up payment and all these kinds of things, but literally anything you can give would be greatly appreciated. This is a horrific story. Young children are involved that are just going through a horrible time. So anything you can do to help is greatly appreciated. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. 
Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. I was trying to find some, like, uh, <laughs> wind chimes or a block of shit. <laughs> like, man. <laughs> Uh, causing me a disaster. I can't even uh, keep my whew, keep my composure. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you probably couldn't even tell what I was saying because I was laughing so hard. That was just a reference to uh, who was it? I think it was Nico who called it. <laughs> just some sort of chimes in the background. <laughs> it just wouldn't stop. Uh, anyways, um, why did I even call? Oh yeah. Uh, talking about spam calls, yeah. and boy, I mean, I get my more than my share of spam calls. I'm not gonna, you know, take up this time by sharing what spam calls I do get because nobody wants to hear that. Cause we all have our own spam calls, but I have a a victory that I want to share. I'm so excited. There's this guy who apparently had my phone number before I had it. Yeah. And the dude is a bum. His life is a mess. He owes so many people <laughs> so much money and they are constantly calling me. It's like it's it's not scams. It's genuinely just, you know, some collection agency and he's, you know, it's like a a $45 bill that he's, you know, 18 months behind paying. I'm so sick of the guy. His name is Jacob Reed. And I just know because people call, you know, once or twice a day for the last seven years looking for Jacob Reed. And out of stubbornness, I have not gotten a new phone number. I finally found the actual dude and found his phone number. Um, and I just called him and I said, hey, what's up, man? Is this Jacob? He's like, yeah. I just hung up. And now every time these solicitors call, I just say, oh, here's his new number. Nice. Enjoy. <laughs> Uh, so I've had his, his number for like two weeks now, and let me tell you, it's, I, I get so much joy out of giving out his real phone number to all these people who are trying to come after me for, you know, his messes in life. <sighs> oh, and one more thing. I, uh, I've been resisting the urge to say something. I don't care about the kickoff rule change. I just, I don't care at all. It's been a thing in college for forever, and it just doesn't impact anything. I had to get that off my chest. I just don't care. That's all. All right. Well, I'm glad you had your uh, victory and whatnot. It's not a lot that I can add to that. Kind of just telling a story. I'm trying to think what I could add to that. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, here, speaking of Nico with the hey, noises uh, in the background. So yeah, I just heard that. You know what I think? I think you have got some sound effects on like a computer, and you got some speakers set up, and you call in. And that beep isn't actually anything with your phone. It's you like clicking something on your computer and starting up a sound effect. That's what I think. New theory. Oh, last week that was a wind chime sitting above my head. I was on my balcony. It was particularly windy, and it wasn't that loud in my ear, but it was apparently super loud on the phone, so I do, I do apologize. 
as far as my cat goes, my cat is a psycho and disturbs or disturbs me all the time. Uh, so that's all. I just wanted to clarify that. And just, hey, Kyle from Madison, uh, I just heard your call, too. I just wanted to thank you for that great time we had last night. So, hey, that's all. Go pack up. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in my life. Hey, Ryan, this is uh, Trucker Bob. Hey, Trucker Bob. One real quick question, and yep. I'll hang out. Mason Crosby, Hall of Fame, yes or no? Catch you later. Bye-bye. Uh, Packers Hall of Fame, I would say yes. Um, I don't really know the criteria for that, but I, I feel like Packers Hall of Fame should be a lot more laid back just because, like, look, we we all kind of know, like, who the great Packers are, and there's usually not any controversy, like, oh, so-and-so is making it to the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah, dude, for sure, he was he was good. Um, Like, NFL Hall of Fame, I don't think is even or not. Do they even do, like, special teamers? They very rarely do, but um, I would say so. I think I'm much more strict on the Hall of Fame Hall of Fame than I am, like, the Team Hall of Fame. Although there should be some criteria. Um, you know, you don't want just anybody. But when you're talking, like, all-time scoring Packer, you know, one of the all-time great kickers, maybe the greatest kicker we've ever had, I mean, it's 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 not a big controversy for me. And I also think it's stupid that special teams is kind of disregarded, I mean, considering we've got some pretty... Um, I don't want to say mediocre, but maybe guys that play other positions that shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, and then you got some great Hall of Fame. Although, didn't Pat McAfee get in? So maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. I just know there was a big thing about, um, what's his name, the Bears kick returner not getting in. Maybe he did too. I don't know. But I thought it was stupid because that guy deserves to be in as well. I mean, anytime – see, that's the, that, in my mind, that's what the Hall of Fame is. When they think about a thing, they think about you. You are on another – plane so instead of like somebody who's like really good maybe he was like one of the best for like a year top 100 at the position all time how about the best ever to do a thing the best ever kick returner should get in before like the 160th best offensive tackle gets in that's just my thought and yeah if you're talking packers hall of fame all-time leading scorer absolutely nfl hall of fame probably not hey ryan hey it's joe the janitor sup sup man Nothing. Uh, so I want to say that the Bears still suck. True. Uh, at least so I say something related to football. Um, and also I wanted to touch in on a caller. Okay. Um, talking about his aggravation. I believe it was uh, Kyle. By the way, um, I can't really stop you, but I do want to lay some ground rules here as far as touching callers. Please don't do that. From Madison. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about the spam calls we've been receiving lately and um, and how annoying it is. Yep. And I have to agree, I do get spam. Um, I, I don't tend to get any half-naked women, but I do get plenty of spam calls. Um, occasional people looking for money, but I don't know them. You know, that kind of stuff. You and JJ and, both. Um, I wanted to say, Kyle, that if uh, if you're getting text messages like that from uh, those girls, then most likely it's because you uh, frequent Careful. Careful. adult entertainment no. websites. No lies. Yeah, buddy. Nope. Pretty sure that's what it's from. No. Nope. Gonna get spam from that stuff. Don't listen to them. Did you say? Come on, man. Listen, 
whether he said he's married or not, we he, you know, you know what I mean? Like, don't call the guy out. Granted, his wife probably isn't listening, but come on, take it easy. Uh, so your uh, girl obviously saw the text message. Don't oh. let her catch you with your pants down. Don't That's all I got to say about that. Joe. So yeah, Joe the janitor and working his temp job. My weird. So no, <laughs> li- he just comes in. Freaking roundhouse kicks one of my callers, and then is like, so anyways, my job's going well. <laughs> oh. I, I, uh, okay. Hey, in second week, it's uh, going pretty good on my end. Um, definitely some problems with the guys that I'm working with, but what are you going to do? Oh, man, but the foreman the, or whatever, the guy that's supposed to be running the job, this kid, Gen Z, Little uh, dirt bag, yeah. I'm glad Gen Z has finally taken over from millennial. We've been calling Gen Zers millennials for a long time, and I'm over here mid 30s catching freaking shrapnel about all these idiot millennials. Like, dude, we got kids and jobs now. You need to shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. So apparently, some people are learning to start complaining about Gen Z, and then eventually, when they get older, we'll complain. What's after Z? What do we got coming up? I don't know. Can't stand him. He ran out to Home Depot. He said he needs supplies. He's got a full service van. I don't know what you need supplies for. But um, comes back three hours later with um, a couple sanding dish. Uh, needless to say, I was furious. And I told him if he pulls a spell like that again, yeah. he's going to get the five-finger death punch right to the Adam's apple. Yes. Uh, man, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> the other two guys what? are pretty harmless. Um... They just don't speak English. I, I've tried. The next generation is Generation Alpha. Sheesh. So that's, that's, those are my kids. Well, aside from the oldest one, who I think is a Zer. But, uh, Generation Alpha. Dude, I'm not calling my son Alpha. Okay? It's not a thing. We gotta come up with something else. He can try to call himself Alpha when he turns 18, but before that, he's just gonna get smacked. We'll see what happens when he hits 18. I don't know. Alpha. Get out of here. Researchers and popular media used the early 2010s as a starting birth year and the early to mid-2020s as the ending birth year. Yeah, that's, that's three of my kids right there. Named after Alpha, the first letter in the Greek alphabet. Yeah, I understand that. Alpha is the most diverse generation in history with a wide range of ethnic backgrounds. Okay. Most technologically connected. I feel like this is the same description for every single generation. It's the most diverse and the most technological. Well, duh. You know what's going to happen in 40 years? The Generation Alphas are going to be having their kids and grandkids showing them how to use the futuristic wizard wands, making fun of them for how stupid they are. More independent, more self-reliant. Oh, perfect. Actually, that's a good call, and I'm glad to hear that because i got to tell you, as a parent, it's a lot different than when I was growing up. When I was growing up, it was like dinner time, and you come up to the table, and everybody sits at the table, and then mom, like, gets out her cooked meal, puts it on a plate, puts it in front of you, and if you don't say thank you, your dad's going to walk up and punch you in the face. So you say, thanks, Mom, and then you eat every single thing on your plate, or again, punched in the face. So you force down the vegetables, then you clean your plate, and then you do your, you hand wash your dishes, the whole nine yards. My kids, it's like, I'm hungry. It's like, well, didn't you eat? No. Well, why didn't you eat? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's kind of a free-for-all around here. Should have eaten something then. Stupid. Not my problem.
you know how to make a sandwich. So I'm glad to hear that they're independent. I'll just, I'll just put that on them all the time. I don't know. You guys are supposed to be independent. As I read it on the internet. I don't know why you're always asking me to do stuff for you. Anyway, sorry. Continue. It's a Google Translate on my phone. The problem is I, I, I don't know what language you're speaking. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. That how did we get here? What are we? What was? What did I miss? <laughs> who, who is this? Both speak two different languages. I don't know, man. But um, I'm kind of trying to help them out because the guy running the show isn't helping anyone. So uh, mm-hmm. it's tough, man, with that language barrier. Um, it's kind of like playing a game where I just show them what I'm doing. Like, here, yeah, and you. Is it Spanish? Because I feel like that's a common one. I don't know. Again, I have no idea what we're talking about. I thought we were talking about a Gen Z kid that had a sander and you're going to death punch his throat. And I was commenting on Generation Alpha, which is not a thing. I'm promising you that right now. Um, and then now you're tr- Google translating for someone you don't know is like, you know, and there, there are some cues, right? I mean, Spanish, you should be able to identify. Um, if he's Asian, that'll narrow it down a little bit. Um, and then if he's a white dude, you know, it's obviously not English, so you kind of narrow it down. You should be able to understand some of the dialects. If you can't, he's probably, like, Eastern something, you know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm just trying to help you out. I don't know. Usually you can kind of, you should be able to figure it out, right? You should play a game, like, record his voice and then call in and play it for me, and let's see if we can identify. And then you got to give me some clue, like, what's the guy look like? I'm just saying. I think we should be able to narrow it down. Uh, Yeah, call it back. Hey, Ryan! Hey! Alright. Uh, sorry about the long-winded call for it. Anyway, this this uh, call is probably so far out that who knows if I'll even have this job anymore. You know, one of two things could probably happen. Either I'd beat the hell out of this kid. Yeah. Uh, or they just tell me not to come back. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, I'm just trying to make some money to work on some dirt bike squads, you know? Um... So, Kyle from Madison, keep it in your pants. Hey, and, uh, shut it. Rest the pack Shalom. I think from now on, when you call in, you should call in and identify yourself as either a uh, truther or a denier when it comes to Joe the janitor. That's uh, That is a request. You don't have to do it, but I think it would be freaking hilarious. Anywho's. Hey, Ryan, Jenner from California. Oh, wait, is any who's not a word? Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's terrible. I should give up my podcast. I'm an idiot. I see. This is why I'm stupid. I, I, I say anyways. I say any who's. I make up words. I, you know, sometimes I make mistakes when I say words. Uh, you should all just give me a one-star review. This is horrible. I think I found the perfect comp for Lucas Bennett. Let's do this. So, this is a deep dive back from the 2000s. Okay. There's a player that was drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals, fourth overall in the year 2000. Okay. And then after, he became a free agent. Let's see if I can find it he before you say it. He was a defensive end. He became a free agent uh, from a 4-3 defensive end, signed by the 49ers to play a 3-4 inside defensive end. His name? Peter Warwick. Nope. Now, you look at a lot of the measurables. What's his name? Right. Long arms. 32 and a half, yeah. It's decent, right? Uh, Lucas is 34, Justin so he's got Smith. an inch and a half on him. But the strength, right? 24 reps, I believe. 
bench press was Smith, 17 for Van Ness. I'll, I'll chop that up to arm length. But, you know, he ran a four, uh, like a four six three, I think, or four six four. Smith, Lucas Van Ness was four five. You know, everything we have, you know, just super strong guy, just dominates the point of attack, just straight dominates the point of attack. Sure. And, you know, he could play 4-3 end or he could play 3-4 defensive end. That's kind of what the bill is for uh, uh, Lucas Van Ness. So, I don't know, man. I like how Justin Smith looked in that uh, 49er defense when he was next to Alton Smith those few years. So, just going down the rabbit hole, I think that's my guy. I think that's my my best comp because, you know, J.J. Watt's all, like the easy comp, but sure. I was just really thinking about it. I'm really excited about Lucas Van Ness. I think the best comp is Justin Smith. That's all I got. Go Pack Go. All right, yeah, I'm not going to do a deep dive on it or whatever, but uh, Justin Smith, nicknamed the Cowboy. Um, let's see some of his honors. It was 2001 draft. Maybe you said that and I misunderstood you. Uh, first team all pro in 2011, three time second team all pro 2011 through 2013, five time pro bowler 2009 through 2013, PFWA all rookie team 2001. Uh, he was first team all American in college in 2000, two time first team all big 12 in 99 and 2000, big 12 defensive freshman of the year, 1998. So basically every year of his career, he was just dominant. Actually, that's not true. It was, it was all the way through 2001. He was pretty good as a rookie, and then it was not until like 2009, which is when he went to San Francisco. So that's kind of when he got into his groove, apparently. But um, 87 sacks to his name, uh, 880 tackles, 29 pass deflections, 3 interceptions, 17 forced fumbles, 10 fumble recoveries. He is now the owner of Railwood Golf Club in central Missouri. So, fair enough. Yeah, let's do one more. Hey, Ryan. Dan from California. Howdy. I have been thinking about all these draft picks, just like I did with Lucas Venez, and I have come up with my uh, player comp for Jaden Reed. All right. And it's not anybody recent. It's from somebody from the 2000s again. It's a player that most people might not remember. Steve Smith. No, not the Steve Smith you're thinking of. That's the Panther Steve Smith Sr. that everybody knows well, right? There's another Steve Smith that plays for the Giants and the Eagles. And not a very long career. His career was cut short by... uh, catastrophic knee injury and he was never the same after but his third year he had over 100 catches and he was mostly a slot that had the ability to play on the outside he is a very refined route runner that knows how to get the separation off the line and also knows how to get the separation um, with leverage in the routes sounds like Jaden Reed right I actually went back and watched, and even though it's, I'm watching NFL tape of Steve Smith, um, he's, you know, he's a better, uh, he's, you know, I think Jaden Reed has better route running than Steve Smith, but again, college tape versus NFL tape, so who, who knows, right? I'm not going to 
say he's he's better than Steve Smith because Steve Smith, you know, he had a guy that had a hundred catch season and he excelled that year. But you know, Steve Smith has also had the ability to make contested catches because he had a superior vertical leap, right? And he had the ability to do the little moves down the field to get separation on uh, posts and streak routes. So I think that's the perfect player comp uh, for Jaden Reed. It's Steve Smith, 5'11", you know, 195. Jaden Reed's a little smaller, but, you know, similar body size, contested catch, elite route runner type guys. So both in the second round. Those are my thoughts. Go Paco. Fair enough. Again, I don't know much about the guy, but that's, uh, I guess, fair enough for anybody that wants to look into that. Again, there there are some people that are just kind of wired that way. I had a friend growing up, Chris, who just like knew everything about stuff. I think in the Packers sphere, that would be like Jacob Westendorf. Just one of those guys that just like knows people's name, like a random dude from like 1997. Like... What? <laughs> I don't remember who we had on our team last year. I don't understand how you just remember everything. But, uh, yeah, cool, man. I'm going to leave it at that. If anybody else has any thoughts on uh, some comps or whatever, please feel free to send them in. Otherwise, have a good night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.